Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit! I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot. You fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! How's it going? Hello, hello. We oh, are... I guess we're just starting then. Well, yeah. That's, I mean, that's what happens when we say, can we do this thing we call a show? I just, uh, I thought there would be music, fanfare. Two, one, no, who, do, who does fanfare? Do we do fanfare? I don't know. Is that is that a new thing for us? I, I You know what? Let me tell you something. When I tell you, when I talk to you today about what I have to talk to you about, uh-huh. there, uh, there may be a whole bunch of new things. Okay. I may have a new attitude. I may have new opinions. I mean, I don't hate the idea of fanfare. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. There's a change of coming. That's what I'm saying. Well, you know, that that's what happens when you have a dirty diaper. Anyway, here we are with episode 526. Always right to poo. <laughs> I mean, same old shit, right? <laughs> episode 526 of this lovely program we call. Hey, lovely-ish. Big Kev's geek stuff. How are you guys doing today? Doing okay. It's uh, the, the weather's a bit bipolar. The weather is a bit bipolar here in New Jersey. It was warm, then it was snowing, then it was ice, then it was rainy, and now I, I don't know. Maybe it's supposed to go back to ice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tomorrow night. It'll be a negative two, ah, is what they're so saying. Warmer than last week. So slightly, yeah, slightly warmer. Uh, but yeah, how, how's how's Hawaii, Big Kev? It got really, really cold last night. It was in the high fifties. Oh, goodness! And uh, yeah, I had to. Uh, I had to actually use a sheet on the bed. You know, a top sheet. However, do you survive, sir? Bastard. I don't understand it. You know what's really hysterical? All kidding aside, it's it's sort of the local uh, sort of uh, Hawaiian people. 
who hit temperatures like that and they act as though the world is ending. I they was... act as though they're going to freeze to death at any minute. And I just find that hysterical. <laughs> I, I 55 I, I... degrees. I'm dying. I'm going to freeze to death. You're going to what? And meanwhile, <laughs> I, I've been to Alaska a handful of times and I've seen people on their motorcycles uh, in the snow like it's nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it's all about conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we do have a show to do. We have a lot of show to do. There's a lot. There's the prep sheet is hefty tonight. It is almost like the old Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, that's that's good. Do Are you making fun of it because Monty did it and not you? Or no, no, I'm saying that it's 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 we actually have a lot of news. News has been a little a bit of sparse, and there's, a lot of... and there's a lot going on this yeah. week. Do you remember back in the olden days, Big Kev and and Nick, if you remember, when you could buy the encyclopedia a single volume at a time? Oh at, yes, at, at yep. the grocery store. We yes, would, of we would course. go to the A and P, and we would get the Funkin' Wagnalls. <laughs> and it was a big deal when it came on CD. Funkin' Wagnalls. That's right. <laughs> that you can put into your gateway computer and and watch. And watch. You'd be like, oh, <laughs> look at this. And now I now I think we use those encyclopedias uh, to cut up for school projects. I think is eventually what happened to most of those encyclopedias. Yeah, I think like just boost up a TV or something. That's right. Or... Uneven coffee table. Yeah, that's where I was going to go next. Yeah. Yep. OG, can you tell us what it was like when you went to the movies when you were a kid and you paid like a nickel to get in, but you also got one piece of like a like a like a dish set? Yeah. But and every week when you went, you got a new dish. My actual my actual favorite part about when I used to go to the movies as a child is when the guy used to come out and play the piano. Along, oh yes, a, along with the movies. When for we the got talkies. the talkies, for the talkies, was, yes. yeah, it was very exciting. It's very exciting. It's right at, right, and you had the news clippings right before. That's it. That's it. Cronkite. <laughs> news news real, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do this show. We're going to call this one episode 526, uh, a loser. We're going to go with loser for the name of the show. Oh. Not us in this room. No, no. Not our fans. Um, but perhaps one Bill Maher. F him in the A. Bill Maher, uh, clearly bored. This past week, yeah, Bill Maher is clearly uh, has clearly lost touch with who he's fucking with. He he just so so Bill Maher doubled down this past week on his comments that he made earlier uh, when Stanley had passed away, right? And I will agree with Bill Maher on one thing that he said in that clip. You do what you do actually I, have that clip? Yeah, play, play just the part right, of that clip. It. Hold on. Who, if you missed it, died in November. And a few days later, I posted a blog Ooh, this that was is fancy. an attack on Mr. Lee, but took the occasion of his death to express my dismay at people who think comic Do you guys hear the clip? And superhero movies are great cinema. Yes. And who in general are I don't hear in the an clip. everlasting childhood. <laughs> Bragging that you're all about the Marvel Universe is like boasting that your mother still pins your mittens to your sleeves. <laughs> You can, if you want, like the exact same things you liked when you were 10. But if you do, you need to grow up. That was the point of my blog. I'm not glad Stanley is dead. I'm sad you're alive. <laughs> so there you go. That's, that's, that was the, at least a good chunk of the that Bill Mark. less clip. than a minute. I believe the monologue was five and a half, yeah. maybe. 
So the only thing I will agree with in that entire little monologue is that I don't think that he actually ever said that he was glad that Stanley was dead. I'll agree with that. The rest of it is rubbish. <laughs> it's asinine, to say the least, because he, he went on making fun of Kevin Smith. Right. The people, the fact that they're hardcore fans. He, he, he did. What did he say about Kevin Smith? He's had Kevin Smith on that show. Because he, he mentioned, if I recall correctly, he made fun of the... He, he pointed out what Kevin Smith said to him on Twitter, I believe, and then said that somebody who dresses like a 10-year-old man-child shouldn't say anything. Wow. Whatsoever. So, something along those lines. That's not exact. But. So Bill Maher conveniently forgets, perhaps, that he was in a Marvel movie. He was in Iron Man 3. So, so, so the Marvel movies were totally okay when there was a when paycheck. Paid. When there was a paycheck involved. But when it comes time to... And, what I don't understand for Bill Maher, right? I, I agree with you, Big Kevin, that I oftentimes have found Bill Maher to be funny. But I find Bill Maher funny because I, I often find his humor to be a little bit more on the intelligent side. Okay. Right? I, yeah. I think he I think he right. hits below the belt often, but he hits below the belt intelligently often. Yeah, it's the same reason that I'm a fan uh, of Dennis Miller. Except Dennis Miller was significantly more talented than Bill Maher was. Well, I mean, in and the I'm sense not just saying that, that now. I'm just saying in general. I think I like Dennis Miller more than I like Bill Maher. And you know, and Dennis Miller is is very much a Republican, and Bill Maher is very much a Democrat. So it isn't about Democrat being a Democrat or Republican right, and no. what your politics are. I just think they both are intelligently funny, right? And they're they're referential, particularly Dennis Miller in that case is is very referential, and I get most of the references, so you know I I, I enjoy it. But at the same time, I think the same thing happens, you know, sort of to both of them, you know, where he he's just gone too far, you know, Dennis Miller's gone too far to the right, and Bill Maher is just like fuck it, I'll say, you know. You know, I'll attack everybody, you know, and it's like, why, why on earth would you attack, attack comic book fans? Do you see the kind of numbers that these movies put up? Well, that means those people are going to those theaters and seeing those movies. And if you really want to make an enemy of, you know, 500 million people, you know, or, or, or whatever the, the, the number the fans are, then by all means, keep opening your mouth because... You know, like, you know, some of these comic fans, OG, are not like you and I. They're not, you know, reserved and quiet and just speak our minds. You know, that they'll do some shit. But I just to me, it's disappointing because it's like it's like low hanging fruit. Like there's no reason to take pot, you know, you know, sucker punches. At, at, and at, really at Kevin Smith. Yeah. Like, really? I mean, I mean, I mean, I get it. He's kind of the. You know, uh, I guess you might even say the poster boy for, you know, for geek fandom. But at the same time, it's like, you, you know, like you've you've had Kevin Smith on your show. Like you've, you know, there was a level of respect I felt when he was on the show that has seemingly fly, fl flies out the window when he calls him a man child dressed like a 10 year old right. or whatever the hell he said about him. Uh, you, you know, it just seems... It just seems ridiculous. The, the one thing to point out is right before he said this line, he was talking about he was tired about the paparazzi asking him, just random people in general asking him about him. So that's why he brought up the topic, to, you know, right right then and there. Right. So 
it's almost like he could he probably said this for shock value in or, in order to make sure something goes viral. Sure. I don't know what his ratings are by any stretch, but he probably just said this to oh this will piss off people and that'll this is how it'll get around the internet at the right. same time, which is even almost kind of sadder at the same point. It's 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 clickbait. Oh, absolutely. It's the equivalent of clickbait. When is you what say it that you you rather comic book fans dead. Yeah. What? Yeah, he's that's asinine. He's an asshole. I mean that that's really all it comes down to. I don't think we need to spend an exorbitant amount of time on it. Um, no, the only the only thing just to add, uh, yeah, Rob Liefeld. Oh tweeted, yeah, we can talk about Liefeld. Yeah, he, he tweeted at him, right? Uh, and you know, didn't say anything nasty. Just said, I recommend you check out Alan Moore. Right. Uh, I think he might. Uh, let's see, who else did he say? Uh, Frank Miller. Right. Some of his original stuff, uh, and just had like a not normal conversation. And I believe it was Neil Gaiman said something along. And I believe it was Neil Gaiman. He said something along the lines of. You're just upset that more people are upset that Stanley died than people care that you're alive. Yeah. <laughs> Which that that was a pretty good line. I mean, and and for him to, you know, he takes a knock at he takes a knock at the cultural significance of comic books and tries to demean it as a form of literature. No. However, if he took more than, you know, two seconds of, you know, angsty yelliness mm-hmm. and actually did just a little bit of research, he would find that there are many well-respected universities around this country that teach classes specifically about the cultural significance of comic books and how they're almost a modern mythology. I mean, there are, there are entire there are entire college courses dedicated to it as not only a medium, but as an art form. So, I mean... It's much easier to be a dick, though. Right. It's easier to be a dick. You're you're, in, you're entirely right. Because honestly, if you're going to take crackpots at if you're going to take crackpots at comic book fans, well, then you might as well just start taking shots at sports fans. At, or or well, no, but else. but let let's just pull comic books out of it for a moment. But just genre fans, let take take crackpots at Tolkien fans. But are you going to argue that Tolkien's writings are poor examples of good literature? Because I would I would argue that that fan base is probably largely shared. Yeah. So I, it's just it's it it's just lazy in my opinion. It's it's a lazy easy, you know. It's a, it's a sad attempt to try to get into the headlines. That's it. That's it. It's it's an attempt at at, at sticking with being uh, relevant. Yeah. In, in I mean, C.S. Lewis. That's some shit. <laughs> hey now. Not Tolkien. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Stan Lee, um, he mm-hmm. was left—he was left out of the SAG Awards in memoriam tribute. Disgrace! It is a disgrace. I mean, Stan has clearly had a because he's been in more pictures than some of the people in that room. <laughs> and, and not only that, but I mean, just just his entire his the entire scope of his career, even outside of the last ten years with Marvel films. I mean, prior to that, he was. He was in other films prior to that. He was in a bunch of the Kevin Smith just, movies. He the cartoons, even. He was all the cartoons. He always had little yeah. bits before and after. I mean, you know, he's been on Big Bang Theory. I mean, he's been in a lot of different things, documentaries and all sorts of things. So Maybe he wasn't a member of SAG. Oh, yeah, but I would think, don't you have to be a member of SAG? Isn't it sort of like one of those, ah, uh, you just sign up for it kind of things? I mean, he could have just signed up for it for temporary, Not, if that's I, the case. There's different. There's a lot I don't of know. I, I don't know. It, I, I would think that would be the only excuse that I can think of is that if he was not a member of SAG okay. or AFTRA, that he, you know, that he would not be represented, which I can understand. Now, if the Oscars went by right, and he wasn't in that in memoriam, 
that would be a disgrace. I guess we'll see soon. Yes, we'll see soon. Because <laughs> the Oscars are around the corner, yeah? Very true. March. There you go. And uh, can we take a moment and talk about the SAG Awards? Yeah, actually, that's what's next on the prep sheet. If you're oh. going to talk about Black Panther. Oh, yes, of I, course. I stacked it so it flows nicely. Wow. It's like being produced. I know. Sorry. No, don't be sorry. <laughs> I'm happy you're doing it. Sarcasm. We're just not used to it. That's all. That's all. <laughs> no, come on now. That's not true. Like, Forever. For, I'm terrible at it. Uh, Bla- Black Panther wins a SAG Award for Best Ensemble Cast. Uh-huh. Which is effectively their best picture. Right. Um, yeah. That's huge. That is huge. What I wonder, though, is I wonder how... I mean, not that I think that they really have a chance of winning an Oscar anyway. I don't think so. Um and that's not because I don't like the film. It's just I would be shocked if the Academy, if you're a betting man, yeah, yeah, acknowledged Black Panther as as the best picture of the year. Um, I wonder how. I wonder how this how this what might impact this may or may not have had on that. You know what I mean? It's almost kind of like if well, I, they, he won the SAG award, so ah, now I they had, definitely don't need to win the Oscar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure it got more people's attention. Right, so that's going to give them more recognition. Right, at the exact same time, um, but how amazing it'd be if they did win Best Picture at the same time? Like that would, it would be, huge. It'd be it, it would be, it would be. Uh, uh, you could not measure with existing technology how over <laughs> the, you know, how over the top that would be, which is why I agree with you. I don't think it will happen. I think it was a really powerful statement by SAG by the SAG people. That they that they did this, but I think it's also because, you know, a number of reasons. Uh, you, you know, the the way that Black Panther is, even Chadwick Boseman said it. You know, that this is a, you know, we we were fully developed characters. We were, you know, this was a fully developed world that we would like to see, and you know, like they were fully invested in all the things that were happening and in this movie and so on and so forth. And I think it's a really important statement beyond the fact that it's a comic book movie, you know, uh, about those things as well. So, you you know, the black Panther two won't get this recognition. It won't get any kind of recognition. It could be, it could be the next citizen Kane. It's not going to get recognized this way. So I think they should enjoy the recognition. I think they're going to, probably win some of those secondary you know the oscars nobody cares about you know the piss oscars yeah, the ones they give away a few days early no the ones you go take a piss during because uh you know you don't want to miss the commercials right right so you you know you go toward during one of those yeah um sticking with black panther uh the pissies the pissies is that is that like the razzies it's definitely different than the razzies. he's kind of yeah um uh, Disney, uh, Disney and Marvel are doing a special uh, re-return to theaters for Black Panther. It's cool. February 1st through the 7th. At 250 participating AMC theater locations, the film will be shown twice a day for free admission to all who want to attend, uh, assuming, you know, you know, until it sells out, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, this, is, uh, this is in part... Um, of a of a campaign that Disney is also donating 1.5 million dollars to the United Negro College Fund, um, and uh, some other the um, the UNCF Corporate Scholars Program. So I mean, this is kind of just a big all around um, 
this is a for your consideration with so much uh, uh, what you call it, uh, charity attached to it. Right. Uh, it, it would be a sin if you didn't go. Sure. sure. You, I mean, it's, it's almost like you're not helping if you don't go. Well, you should take your kid, OG. Well, that's what I think. I'm, I'm curious to know what, you know, where the 250 locations are. Cause I don't think they've actually released that. Have they? I, I didn't not, see that list. No. Um, and if where they are, is there one even near where I am? Um, for that period, like I assume there'll be one in Manhattan somewhere, but I'm not going into Manhattan to see Black Panther. For no, free. there'll be one in J. No, either like what, either either over on 46 there or the one by your house. Because do you know the easiest way for me to watch Black Panther right now if I really want to, right? Just just ubiquitous clandestine informants. No, just throw it in the DVD player. It's out, isn't it? I'm fairly certain uh, I own it. It's been out for a while. Is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, I'm pretty oh, sure okay. I own it. Oh, so, yeah, I probably own yeah. it, too. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just for the theatrical experience. Well, we all. actually, uh, he saw it. My my uh, young Frodo saw it theatrically. Oh, yes? Yes, we took him to that one. Oh, I didn't know. It was his second, I think, in-theater Marvel movie. Oh. I think Ragnarok might have been the first. That's a good one for the first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had seen all of them. Leading right. up to Ragnarok, we had watched them all, um, and then we went and saw Ragnarok, and we have seen all of them since. So, oh no, I'm sorry, he has still not seen Infinity War. Oh, it looks like it's going to play right here in uh, West Orange. Oh, is it really? So, oh well, see? then maybe I will that's go. What, that's what the AMC site says. See? see, now for that, I, I might actually be able to. I could, I, you know, I sneak. I can walk up that's there. That's dining, isn't it? It is a dining. Oh. Get a beer. I wonder what the themed drinks are. I forget what they were. I probably had one. I always do. I like the themed drinks. Mad Dog 2020. Now, Kevin. That's in Colt 45. Deadpool 2 surpasses X-Men Days of Future Past with its China debut. Yeah. I mean, that's great. I'm I'm very happy for Deadpool 2. Yeah. Um it's I, a low bar. I was it was it was a fairly low bar, yeah. I don't remember how Days of Future Past did. I mean, uh, I well. liked Days of Future Past much better than I liked Apocalypse. Um, the first Days of Future Past was I liked that. Yeah, I liked it. Did um, we talk last week about Dark Phoenix? I don't think that we did. Because it's getting slammed all over the place. We didn't talk about that. No, but let's talk about it now. What happened? They said it tested worse than the Fantastic Four remake. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that hurts. That hurts like emotionally. And that they're going back and reshooting stuff, and it's like, it's like they might movie. as well reshoot stuff in their own face because, I mean, from 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 the word, you know, it's uh, it's not looking very good. Plus, furthermore, you know, this will be the last, uh, you know, this will be the last Fox alone, probably Fox alone Marvel movie. Yeah, but but Marvel's gonna eat the loss though. That's I mean I'm yeah I know it'll be such a it'll be a really terrific hit to them, won't it? No, it won't. <laughs> well, uh, no, but it... the the point is is that you know this is kind of the last you know and I I think Fahey Kevin Feige or whatever we're calling him this week I think he and the rest of I guess Disney have to decide what where to go now. Okay. Do they reboot the X-Men franchise as part of the Marvel Universe? I'm going to bet that they're going to do one more Deadpool movie, and then they're going to. Because they want to, whatever, whenever Deadpool 3 comes out, it's going to be a moneymaker. 
Right. They want to make some of that money back, the 70-something billion they spent for for Fox. And then probably I would imagine they try to reboot it after that. Well, they 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 killed they killed the X Force movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, killed Gambit movie. They killed the Gambit movie. All right. of them. So so here's 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 what I think. I think that a re, a true reboot of the X franchise is very likely. Um, and, need, and needed. And needed. And to be quite honest with you, you've already lost. With the exception of Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, which I think you can maintain him. Yes. But you've already lost arguably the most important part in the X-Men franchise. Absolutely. When Hugh Jackman retired from the role of Wolverine, I mean. On such a high note. On such a high note. I mean, I really liked First Class. First Class, I thought, was really good. Yeah. Right? Days so. of but Future we know Pass, what the story was right? there. Days of Future Past was arguably significantly less good than Days of Future Past. That's and a, a nice way of putting it. And Apocalypse was Apocalypse was dreadful. Was signi- was was slightly better than the Fantastic Four reboot. So, um, so it it's due for reboot, and and, yeah. and you're not going to miss any of that cast, no matter who you like in that yeah, cast. You're not going to miss anybody. You're fine. Just keep Ryan Reynolds. Keep Ryan Reynolds. You can deal I agree. With his kind of character, and you're good to go. Right, I agree because I, I mean, there's no reason to get rid of Ryan Reynolds. He yeah. is Deadpool. If you're going to continue with Deadpool, you have to keep Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. because that would have been like recasting Hugh Jackman, you know, in between X Men Two and Three. You know what I mean? All like they, that would have just been a all mistake. All they need to do is keep Ryan Reynolds. He'll make one joke about why does everything look so different now? Right. The audience will laugh and they continue with the movie. And they just move on with their movie. Yep. So um yeah, I mean, according to Liefeld, he thinks that Deadpool 3 is 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 a no-brainer. Um and that um it'll be a cash cow. That it's gonna happen. Um now, I mean, I take everything that Rob Liefeld says with a giant pouch full of salt. Um but <laughs> But well, I, it's his opinion. I mean, he's correct. certainly entitled to his opinion. No, no, of course, of course. But you know, I mean, I agree, we, though. Adam, look, we're getting a Hellboy three too, except yeah. it's not a three. Um, but I agree. <laughs> and out of all and the it X will be a giant piece of crap. Yeah. So you know, I I agree yeah. that Deadpool will continue to make money if they're allowed to continue with those movies. So, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see. It it it'll be interesting. I don't think they're going to jump right into X Men. I think if they're going to reboot X Men, we're, we're still a couple years away. Yeah, I think Fantastic Phase Four. Six. Yeah, I think the FF is the is the most likely go to. Yes, from their new cache of properties. Um, oh yeah. Oh oh, and and more than that, I I think, I think they're going to bridge it off of Endgame. In the sense that because the world is now aware of the much larger universe, then we need to be exploring that universe and read Richards. It could be it could be something as simple as it could be something as simple as mentioning um, mentioning that. What's the name of their building? It's uh, Baxter building. Baxter Baxter building. building. It could be something as simple as mentioning the Baxter building in Endgame. Well, the Baxter building isn't as famous until they are. And I think they do a proper reboot of the Fantastic Four. Uh, Not a reboot, but in the same way that they did the Hulk, where you know kind of how it happened. Right. You know, they're just kind of, we're just kind of getting the overview. And 
I think the simple way to do it is that we realize that we must explore space. Sure. And this is how the FF were formed anyway. Sure. But at the same time, so, I feel you like know. so many people didn't see that fan four stick movie where it's not the worst thing if they do an origin story because just so many people skip it. It's it's do it in the not credits, like Spider, just not like, like the Hulk. Man. Yeah, right. It, it, but right. I'm okay with the Hulk too, the way they did that. I'd be good either way. I mean, yeah, in could... the in the in the Norton Hulk when they just did it during the credits. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, there's there so there's a lot of places to go. With FF and space and galaxy. And since Guardians 3 is probably never going to happen. No. Um, uh, you know, it'll be a good it'll be a good filler. I would not that. count Guardians 3 out. Okay. Well, really? if since Guardians 3 is not going to happen at least anytime soon. Because um, it has been. It's, it's, it's indefinitely on hold at this point. So it's not in production. Um, so, I mean, at minimum, it's two years away, even if it went into production tomorrow. Um, so, you know, who knows? But in that time, they could potentially do something with FF, is all I'm saying. I just want a proper Doctor Doom. That'd be nice. Can I just get a real Doctor Doom? And not not a, not evil clouds or anything? Not, yeah, not a, not a hacker. Not like a businessman who's upset because his face is a little scarred. I want Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom is arguably one of the best villains in the entire Marvel Universe. Easily. I mean, you'd have to certainly portray <laughs> him as such. And I think that's the difficulty. Because I think he's a lot more difficult to portray in film than he is to portray, you know, than let's say Thanos is. But, but it. I think he's more difficult to portray in film for companies like Fox. If if no, if, no, if Disney has figured out how to make a talking raccoon and a tree that says one word right. work on film, how could they not make a character like Doom work on film? Because Rocket and Groot are comic characters. I get it. They're funny, and so yeah. you, you're a bit more forgiving, but... You could make, you could just make Doom, you know? Yeah, you know, just think about the, you know, you have to think about some of the difficulties. Like, let's take, I'll give you a really random example. Arnim Zola. Right. Right? So here's a character in the comics is a pretty, you know, although a funny looking character, he's a pretty serious character. Sure. Whereas in the movie... I think they portrayed him perfectly in a way that everybody could appreciate. Agreed. Absolutely. So I think it's a I, I think that's kind of the that's kind of the issue that they have to overcome, my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the way to make Doom work is you make him some sort of um I mean, as cliche as it might sound, but you, you do. You make him some sort of terrorist like or, dictator. Or, or dictator, you know, who's just who is just power hungry. And he's a big, imposing guy. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't have to be a guy in a suit. A dictator with all the technology. That's right. You know, and 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 again, you you just have to make him imposing. Yeah. The, 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 the iterations of Doom we've had so far are whiny. They're not doomy at all. They're sad. Yeah, they're, they're just they're 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 shit is what they are. So anyway, all right, <laughs> let's 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 move forward. They're shit. Aquaman is now DC's biggest worldwide box office hit ever. Okay, OG, strap in. 
with $1.9 billion in box office ticket sales. You ready? Yeah. Are you strapped in? You liked it. I, I didn't like it. Oh, okay. I fucking loved it. Well, there you really? go. It was See? fucking phenomenal. See? There you as go. As a matter of fact. That's refreshing I, to hear from you. And I have to tell you, I went in there. I'm all prepared to hate Right, of course. Because look, I, I feel it's I think it's a fair statement considering Superman, Green Lantern, Batman versus Superman, Justice League. I think it's perfectly fair for me to go in there, you know, completely ready to see it fail. Even though Wonder Woman I thought was a really good movie. Right. I, I was not prepared for the fact that Aquaman would be even better than that. I'm I'm that that gives you, me joy that you enjoyed it. I just, you have no, I mean, I think you should go see it. I mean, that's, that's how much I enjoyed it. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Now, now let me, let me give you a few tidbits. Why? Now the performances, obviously the performances are really good. Right. Right. The, um, you know, as long as you accept the fact that Aquaman is a, you know, a bit of a kind of a surfer guy and so on and so forth. And you accept the fact that Amber Heard's hair just in no way, shape, or form looks realistic. Once you put those two things aside, uh -huh. everything else about this movie is phenomenal. The design of the movie is phenomenal. The Atlantis design and all the Atlanta Atlantis denizens, right? Um, and and the battle sequences and just un. Believable. I mean, just really unbelievable. And you can't have it all without having Jason Momoa just owning every minute of the time that he's on the screen. Oh, cool. Like even his little side jokes and little things that you're kind of like, oh, it's it's just it's a little cringy, but it doesn't move to the point of, let's say, I don't know, any line by the Flash in Justice League. <laughs> okay. So did the movie so, ever drag at all? Yeah. Like it was just good from beginning to end, like that. Beginning to end. Yeah, there was oh. no, I thought there was no, there was no sag in the middle. I was waiting for it, right. you know, and there's even a part there in the middle where you're like, here comes the sag, no sag. I mean, it just wasn't. It was just a really great sort of, and it's not an, and it is an origin story in the sense that you find out what his origin is, but it's more than the origin story. It's, uh, you know, it's the hero's quest. It's all the things that make, that make good uh, you know, sort of genre movies. Right. It had all that wrapped up together. And you can't get past the design of the film either. It's so awesome. I mean, I mean, oh, gee, you know how I am with troops. I do. And, you know, I'm telling you, I mean, these the designs on these guys, you know, the, the, the armies and everything else, the Atlanteans and all that, just phenomenal. And then, wait for it. Uh-huh. Black Panther, amazing. You mean Black Manta? Phenomenal. Black. I'm sorry, Black Manta. Sorry, yeah, Black yeah. Manta. Yeah, Black Panther was also amazing. <laughs> Black Manta. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievably good. That's great. Like I, I just couldn't believe what a fleshed out, uh, what a fleshed out, really awesome character Black Manta was. And I so desperately want there to be a sequel to this movie. I don't know that there will be, although the numbers seem to indicate that there probably will. Right. Because, I mean, uh, it's also the first for a DC movie to have a credit sequence. Oh, nice. 
Yep. So there's one of those in there as well. I mean, I, I could go on. I no, could go on Justice League an had hour. a credit sequence, didn't it? What's With that? Steppenwolf in the boxes. I think Justice League had a credit sequence. I don't think so, sir. I thought I thought something with the mother boxes. No, I don't think so. Uh, either I don't way, know. Monty, look that up. Either either way, so you liked it. That's good. I loved it. That's amazing. And look, yeah, I mean, clearly it's one of the most successful. Uh, and James Wan should be given every ounce of credit for it because it's his film. And if they were smart. James Wan would be, you know, be guiding right. this film series. I mean, which is now at this point, let's be honest, it's just destroyed. It's just going to be a bunch of standalone uh, Aquaman movies, one presumes, and standalone Wonder, Wo Wonder Woman movies, one presumes. And if the truth is that Affleck and Cavill are both out as Batman and Superman, you know, that means that Batman universe is going to be cut off and separated and not connected to anything else. Right. And then on top of that, uh, you know, like there's been no mention of the flash or cyborg. Thank God in months and months. Yeah. Which is, which is all great news as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, so yeah, there you go. Go see Aquaman. I said it, write the date down, go see a DCU movie. I'm, I'm shocked. I know. I'm telling you, man, you've got to go see it. Did you also get a chance to see glass? I did not see Glass yet. No, I hope to. I hope to get to see it. Did this you week. see Glass? No, I want to try to see it. This I, week I was going to say I want to see it too, but I haven't. I have yet to see it myself. Did you see Split? I saw Split. I saw Split. Oh, amazing. you did? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I like Split. Yeah, I like Split yeah. too. But that that turn at the end with with Bruce Willis was like screamable. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I was like, holy, holy shit, because it was out of the blue. No one oh, expected yeah. it. Yeah. Nobody um, spoiled that. We got our first teaser. This week at the Birds of Prey mm -hmm. movie that's coming up. Um, the buzz around the internets is that people might finally be over Harley Quinn. Yep. No one. I, I haven't seen one person who is like, oh, I love how she looks in this teaser with her dumb fucking outfit that she's wearing. It confused more people than anything. Yeah. Um, uh, I would I would concur. Now, I, I will say that I don't hate Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, but I don't, you know. Um, most people don't seem too excited about Huntress either. That seems to have fallen a little bit flat. Mm -hmm. um, but it's Ramona Flowers. I know who it is. Um, Canary has a little bit of buzz around her. Um, I'm on the fence with that one still. Um, I mean, I guess from the one single screenshot we saw, yeah. I kind of like the vibe they're going with. It's sort of that like new 52 in a mm -hmm. band rocker look. Um, <laughs> but that said, I, I still don't. I still don't want a Birds of Prey movie with Harley Quinn in it. You know, can we be honest? It's a Harley Quinn movie with the Birds of Prey in it. I know. And they're trying to ham-handedly give us Birds of Prey when they really just want to make a Harley Quinn movie. I know. I know. I know. <sighs> but do you Sorry. Know? It's the truth. It just stinks. <laughs> he looks so sad now from the just, Because you don't even have Batgirl in there. Uh-huh. Like, how do you have the Birds of Prey without Batgirl? Well, you don't. Like, well, you do, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what I know. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm just, uh, that's all I have to say about that. Is, uh, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. I'm more that. excited about uh, 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 Legion of Doom than I am the Birds <laughs> of Prey movies. Um, uh, Warner Brothers and Sony are reportedly uh, sitting out the Super Bowl. Someone else I heard is sitting out the Super Bowl, too. Is it Fox? Someone is doing it's only definitely a not Disney. Disney's Disney's going to be involved. Yeah, sure. yeah. Dis- Disney has a crap ton of time apparently. Well, Captain Marvel is, is well, right and they're the also ruminating that it may be Star Wars as well. Yes, I I wouldn't be surprised if we got our first little tease. Oh, here we go. It might be Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, Aladdin, or Toy Story Four. So it can be any combination of those ones. Of those, perhaps. Okay. So no mention of Star Wars yet, because Star Wars is almost done filming, right? Anthony Daniels finished his last day on set earlier this week, didn't he? Uh, I'm sorry, I got distracted with the way uh, someone's updating the prep sheet there. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm not surprised that some of these companies are sitting out the Super Bowl. The mm-hmm. the price, the price well, for well. Super Bowl advertising is just astronomical. And and quite honestly, uh, honestly, you don't you don't need years ago you needed the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Right? The Super Bowl was really important for commercials, especially for movies. It's when all the big trailers dropped. Mm-hmm. But now you can reach the same amount of people by just Upload making an YouTube announcement and uploading it to YouTube with a tweet with a little bit less and a link on Facebook. I mean, I remember a couple years ago. Marvel had a really super short Super Bowl spot, which was pretty much like if you want to see the full trailer, go to Facebook. And it was like a 30 second tease with a with the with the full uh, what movie was that? Was it Guardians 2, maybe? I don't or what it, was. it was something pretty significant. Was it the first Avengers movie? No, it wasn't no. Avengers. It was, I think it was, it was after I, I think oh, okay. Maybe it was I think it might Ultron. be one of the Guardians movies, but I don't know if it was the second one. Yeah, well, but whatever it was, yeah. it was like it was like as quickly as we can. You know what it was? It was the equivalent of when you were growing up and would call your parents collect. And you'd be like, like when you had that 10 seconds of free time. Yes. Like, I'm at the church. Basketball's done. Come pick me up. Do you accept these charges? No. <laughs> it's, just, it's not necessary to spend money like this. Just like, you know, just the media landscape has changed. Right. There's just no, it's not necessary. Because at the same time, yes, like maybe a trailer will get whatever, 12, 20 million views. Right. But people are going to write articles on that. They're going to re-upload that same same trailer. Right. It's just not necessary. It, right. It doesn't It doesn't have the same value that it used to. Yeah. Now, you know, Bud Light wants to do their commercials and, you yeah, know, everybody. It's, it's a bit different right. in that aspect. Um, but, you know, and, you know, the, the, the NFL has, the NFL is mired in so much controversy. Um. All the time, mm-hmm. but between between the domestic abuse issues, between the, the people who the anthem, the, right, the Trump. Colin Kaepernick people, and oh, all all and a billion other things, you know, it almost makes sense for certain companies to just be like, you know what? It's almost the same way a lot of uh, uh, companies are skipping Comic Con or San Diego, New York. Oh yeah, it's, just, it's not as important. No. You know, and and I mean, Disney can Disney really, if they wanted to, could never do another San Diego again. Just save yep. it all for D twenty three, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, make D twenty three significant. So anyway, all right, Super Bowl. 
Uh, let's do what else we have. My goodness gracious. We still have a bunch to do, but I feel like we need to take a break soon. Let's do a couple more things real quick. Yeah, right. uh, the Twilight Zone added American horror movie star um, Taisha Farmija. Sure. Is, is, that, is that how we're pronouncing her name? Today it is. You uh, mean American horror story? Is it what did I what did I say? American horror movie. Oh, American horror story. Sorry. To its cast. I'm still looking forward to the Twilight Zone reboot. I don't care. Yeah. But, uh... I just hope it's uh, although honestly, in an age of Black Mirror. Yeah. I hope he's really gonna have to step it up because But here's here's while I appreciate the comparison between the two, as a fan of both of those franchises, Black Mirror I hope that Twilight Zone does not just become another Black Mirror because I like both of those series, but I like them for different reasons. I felt that the the Twilight Zone covers, I felt, a bit more of a spectrum and and it's less in-your-face shock value. I can rewatch Twilight Zone. Oof. All right. We're back. Uh, what was I saying? Um, uh, I can rewatch Twilight Zone. Yeah. I'm not necessarily going to go back and watch Black Mirror, even though I love them both in their own way. Right. Uh, I just think it has more replay value. And, and and Black Mirror tends to be a little bit more emotionally strenuous. And it's more an investment time-wise, too. Yeah. Um, so I, I, while I appreciate the comparison, I hope that this, I hope that this harkens back to classic Twilight Zone. And mm-hmm. stays away from Black Mirror. I'm more upset, like I said before we started recording, I'm more upset this is just on CBS's All Access. Right. So I also hope it's available on you know digital downloads or DVDs or whatever the case may be, just because I'm not signing up for another streaming service. No, absolutely. I agree with you. There are too many of them. No. There's too many of them. All right, let's hit... Um, let's... Gotcha. Let's... 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 We'll save, we'll save that for segment two. Um... We'll save that for segment two. We'll yeah. save that for segment two. You know, why don't we take a break? Hey, we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna save some. Well, we'll save some of these other stories for the bonus show this week. Okay. Let's let's take a break. We'll come back in segment two with some video games, some uh, toy stuff, uh, a trailer, and I, I think that's it. Sounds yeah, like good stuff. Yeah. All right. With that, big Kev. With that, OG, we will take. Our first and only break on this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 526, the one we're calling Lehu Zahir. Build your own R2-D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Call toll-free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts, all for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. Hey, this is John and Michelle from the Video Game Outsiders on Riotcast. And you're listening to Game Stuff with Coke Logic. 
Who the fuck is that? I don't know. Ahoy, ahoy. Welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. Perhaps EA canceling their open world Star Wars game was for the best, because they simply can't handle online games. That was my takeaway from trying the Anthem VIP demo, the often delayed looter shooter from the remaining members of what's left of Bioware. They rush games out to market regardless if they're ready or not, because if they can squeeze out a 7.5 on Metacritic, they could just about make their money back. I'm not making that up. That was their well-documented strategy for Mass Effect Andromeda. So is this the same thing? Well, kinda. While Anthem isn't janky and shitty in the gameplay department, it is a 100% online game, which people could not get online. Xbox players had it the worst as most of these VIP players simply never connected. Meanwhile, PlayStation 4 and PC players saw random errors, unplayable rubber banding, and the infinite loading bug, where the loading screen would sit at 95% infinitely. And these are things that EA knew about. While putting out fires, they wrote that they knew about the 95% bug, but it was in such a small number of cases that they didn't think it would be much of a problem until the VIP demo came around, when the number of users were much more. Which is bullshit, as everyone I know and the streams I tuned into all got the 95% loading bug. 100% of the VIP players experienced this issue. So, catastrophe aside, how was Anthem? It was pretty good. It's not a destiny killer, it's more like Warframe meets Division. The enemies are bullet spongy, so you're reloading a lot, which is why you'll want to use a lot of your abilities. Firing missiles, flamethrower, shooting fire and lightning, depends on which mech suit you have. You can fly at will, but not for too long because you start to overheat. But then again, all the enemies are on the ground, so it's mostly to reposition yourself. The flying doesn't feel that great. The shooting really doesn't feel that great. And there's a laundry list of things that need to be corrected in the first six months. For example, you can't change your loadout during a mission. That's bad game design. But I guess we'll fix it in a patch, because this game comes out in 17 days on February 15th. And the next stop on this runaway train wreck is a public demo, which begins on February 1st and runs through the 3rd. And I can't wait, because it's gonna be hilarious if they haven't fixed these server issues. <laughs> Capcom is becoming good again? The Resident Evil 2 remake has been released on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. It's received great scores, it's faithful to the original, it's technically impressive, the controls are better than the original, it's pretty much everything you'd want out of a remake remastered game. If you're a fan of the Resident Evil series, this game is perfect for you. Resident Evil 2 Remake is out now for $60 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Also out now, Kingdom Hearts 3, the game's 16 years in the making, as the first two games were originally on PlayStation 2. So if you're not caught up with the series, you have no excuse. You had like a decade and a half. Like me, who is currently playing through the series for the first time. And if you don't know what Kingdom Hearts is, sit down, you'll love this. It's a game made by Square Enix, with Final Fantasy and Disney characters. A third-person action game that explores different Disney movies in stunning art-style accuracy. It's a game that OG should totally stream on twitch.tv slash geekstuffog. Kingdom Hearts is finally here, and it's out now for $60 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. And finally, somehow I dropped the ball and forgot to mention that Mortal Kombat 11 had been announced. My bad. Not only that, but it's being released April 23rd, which is really soon. It seems like a sequel to MK9, as the combatants aren't older with children, but also a sequel to MKX, which both shouldn't be true. I don't know. And for the first time, Mortal Kombat is coming to the Nintendo Switch. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff.
And we are back hey. with this week's episode of Geek Stuff, episode 526, the one we're calling Loser Lehu Zeher. I, I'm currently uh, I'm currently texting the sandwich. I know you said you said as much to find out where my neon effects Iron Man is that he supposedly has because I was looking forward to talking about it tonight. Right, but apparently it didn't make it. Uh oh, uh oh. All right, here in this segment two, before we get to that, of course, we had a word from our lovely sponsor, yeah. the folks over at Build R two D two Build R two D two. Dot com, where you can get in on this awesome subscription service before it wraps up here in the United States, as it is about to do. But the R2-D2 is probably the best uh, one-half scale R2-D2 you can get um, with working lights and sounds, pop-up lightsaber, app-controlled, radio-controlled, projector, all sorts of bells and whistles. There's nothing else out there like it. It is worth its weight in gold. If you'd like to do wow. If you'd like to get in on that, you can visit buildr2d2.com or give them a call. 877-544-6779. There you go. And uh, you can get in on that. All right. But let's move forward. Of course, during the break there, we had an awesome new um, game stuff by our good friend, Coke Logic. Uh, Coke Logic, I follow on the uh, on the Twitters. Oh, do you? Yes. We're friends on the Twitters. Oh, that's nice. And uh, he texted me today, and he said, uh, you're going to have a new game stuff this week. And I said, yeah, I was expecting it. Do you plan on trashing Anthem a whole lot? And he said, well, yes, that is in there. Because if you follow the Coke Logics on the Twitter, um, he was very passionate he about his dis- Yeah, he was very passionate about his disappointment with Anthem this week, as were many people. So, uh, so yes, he got to talk about that a little bit during the game stuff. So thank you for him and... Uh, we love the game stuff. It is an awesome segment and a great addition to this fine program that we call Geek Stuff. Is Let's it? move forward, however. Um, Spider-Man yes. added two new suits to its game for the PlayStation 4. One of these suits I am super duper excited about. Me too. Me too. Um, so they added, they added in uh, the Paper Bag Man. Uh, uh, suit the amazing Bagman, which is which is Peter in the Fantastic Four blue unitard with a paper bag over his head with the with the eye holes cut well, out. That was right after he lost the symbiote in the uh, yes the comic right yeah. Um, I actually have the amazing Bagman action figure. He's kind of leaning over right now, but he is on that shelf in six oh, inch he, he's scale. Next Spider Man, the other yeah. Spider Man. Oh, okay. So, uh, so yeah, he is. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. And the they other did one, him in six inch. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. I oh, remember three and three quarter. I'm sorry, it's three and three quarter. It's three and three quarter. Oh, okay. The other, the other suit is the Future Foundation, right? Yeah, that, that was that? part of the the Dan Slot run that. A right. few years back, which eh, it was okay. Yeah, it's a weird sort of white and black suit. Yeah, the, the outfit's fine. It's just the storyline was just yeah. The storyline you know, was very meh. Big. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I I am absolutely loving this game. I've I haven't had this much fun right since honestly since Arkham Asylum. I told you for good. that type of game. I told you. You know, I mean, like I've had other games where I've really engaged and loved them. Horizon Zero Dawn is still probably one of my favorite games ever. Okay. Um, obviously, that has come out in the last couple of years. But as far as this type of game, um, I'm liking it more than Arkham, and not just because, not just because I'm a bigger Spider-Man fan than I'm a Batman fan, but 
but I feel like this is a true open world game where Arkham still sort of the first Arkham, at least mm-hmm. still sort of guided you down a path of things you have to do. And, and I'll say, I, so I beat the game, like I said before, all yeah. the extra add-ons and watching your Twitch. Yeah. Which, which, how, how do people watch that? Again? Uh, you could go to twitch.tv backslash geek stuff. OG. Okay, if you'd okay. like to so, uh, check that out. Oh, there you it, go. It made me want to play it again on like the harder modes. Right. To try to, because right now I just have like a few like small achievements I need to do. Right. Uh, but the game is just so damn entertaining. And I, I spent I spent um, an hour and a half the other day. It wasn't on Twitch. It was just on my own time. Uh, just going around taking photos of landmarks. Yeah. And 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 fighting crime when it popped up near me. And that's how that's how you get better with some of the the swinging the right the the fighting moves and everything. And that's the way to go. Collect all those tokens. Try to beat up those bad guys, the small, you know, street yeah. thugs, to uh, just try to get like the basics down. Right. the The hardest part of the game for me so far, um, which I think I may have given up on at this point, okay. is chasing the fucking pigeons. It's not that difficult. It is that difficult. No, those not. fucking pigeons. I hate those pigeons. You've never seen him play Halo, Nick. I hate those fucking pigeons. It, does he take it that seriously? No, he's not good at it. Oh. But but I've but I've done okay with all of the other chase sequences in the game. Like I did okay with Shocker. I did okay with chasing you the gotta helicopter. Get better at the web zip. Yeah, I just but the goddamn pigeons. Web zip. Web zip. All right, I'll practice more. I'll practice more. Um, this of course ties into the next little bit here that Spider Man is the sixth best selling uh, game of 2018. Sony Spider Man the sixth. Best-selling game of 2018. That's a pretty big achievement for them. And I hope that it means we'll get a sequel at some point down the line. I mean, considering that Madden Red Dead Redemption, yeah. that's pretty cool, the fact that it was so, so high up. Although, honestly, you don't even have to release a full sequel. You could just continue to add DLC, and that would probably work also. I would I would continue which to is, find Which is what the model of um, uh, Grand Theft Auto gave us, which right. is what the hope is about... Um, Red Dead Redemption as well is that they'll just continue to increase the content rather than you know disappearing game. for ten years and then right. coming back. Yeah, because I think Spider Man has what three DLC packages so three far. Three DLCs and yeah. um, I mean they still leave the door wide open. For, oh, of course, follow up. I'm not I'm, I'm not going to say anything right or give any spoilers. Uh, but you just can't. I don't know how long it's going to take. But right, you, I want the damn game. Yeah. Now and the other cool aspect is the fact that. The gaming industry as a whole brought in uh, $6.67 billion in sales Well, that's year, which is you a know, major increase. Do you know what that means, right? Yeah, what? That means Bill Maher will be going after them next. Oh, yeah. That, that that's makes it. Sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Makes sense. More low-hanging yep. fruit for Bill Maher, the shithead guy. All right. Let's move forward. Um, we have a little bit of... Uh, we have a little a bit little, of, uh, yeah. Little, little. A little bit. It's that time of the ah. night. Wow. We turn on the black light. Let the dungeons and the dragons begin. It's hey, the I can't hear that. Fighting with the legends of yore. It's D&D. Yay. Oh. I, I pressed miss, the button. I miss him. Stephen Lynch. Uh, he just put out a new album, sir. Did he really? Oh, yeah. I, need, I need to I need to procure said album. All right. I love Stephen Lynch. Also, check out the new Weezer album. Uh, wait, uh, it's I, either I out, out or it's Weezer. coming out. I, I have checked remember. out Teal. It's his, Just listen to Scrubs. It's hysterical. It's hysterical? All right. Yeah. Um, so the Mountain Goats, um, who are a popular folk rock band. I know the Mountain Goats. I've heard some of their music okay. before. I do not uh, I do not hate it. I like folk music sometimes. I'm down with a little bit of, a little bit of folk. Um, 
they have released or they are about to release um, an entire Dungeons and Dragons inspired album. Um, <laughs> so several of the songs debuted earlier today, right? I believe. Um, I don't even want to know what, what the two of you are doing over there on the prep sheet. I'm going to lock the prep sheet prior That's to recording. What? Why? I just, I'm spicing it up with some imagery. That's all. Great. Thank you. Um, so I, I know, I know, Mr. Nick, you listened to one of the songs. Yeah, I listened to one song. Um, you were not a fan? Right before. Not my thing. Not your genre? Not, not my not my thing. I mean, I'm sure you put a lot of work into it and everything. Of course, I'm it sure could just not be your gonna, style. I'm sure a lot of people are going to like it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I was almost expecting something kind of cool you'd want to play in the background as you're playing D&D. Right. I think that's kind of what I thought going into it. Um, and it just didn't really do it for me. Yeah, see, like, if if you want good background music for D&D, you need, like, Blackmore's Night or you need, like, you need, like the Skyrim soundtrack. And there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, those yeah, are those are great. You can also just go uh, on YouTube, just do a search for D and D background music. <laughs> I showed him the pressure. What? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there, oh, oh I there are entire apps now that have like that have like fantasy or sci-fi game soundboards mm-hmm. um, that you can do. Like with with there's one app that I found. I forget what it is, but it has like. There, there's one section of the app where you could just add in light effects. Like you can add in thunder, drizzling rain. Like, almost like the, like the Halloween sound effects on yeah. CDs. But it's but but this is broken out by sound, so you could you can layer it and drop stuff off and add stuff on. It's mm-hmm. I mean people people get nutty about their gaming. So yeah, the Mountain Goats are releasing this album. Um, in League with Dragons is the name of the new album. Check that out if that is your style. Um, uh, trailers. Let's talk about the trailer real quick, and then we'll do a product, and then we're gonna have to. What? Wrap what up. about Favreau? Oh, Favreau teased. Uh, Favreau teased. Um, uh, a popular droid returning to his series, uh, The Mandalorian. R five is coming back. Hopefully, R five D four. Yes, sir. Hopefully, he has. Well, yeah, but yes, it is R five D four. But you know, those in the know, Big Kev. We just call them R5. We're on a first name basis. You're close like that. <laughs> I don't think that's appropriate, sir. There are a lot of R5 droids. I, I agree with you, but much like many people call R2-D2 R2, um, most people refer to R5-D4 as simply R5. He is arguably okay. the most popular R5 droid out there. So... So when did this take? When does this take place? Then we we discussed this at one point, didn't we? Uh, we did, but I don't remember when it took place. Okay, I don't remember these. But that that doesn't mean anything. It just means that someone repaired our five finally. No, yeah, I I know. That's why I was curious to know if you know. That's the first thing I thought of was where does this take place that he is found and repaired? Right. Or is it before he is found and repaired? Is, so. Yeah, I I feel like. I don't remember where this takes place. I honestly, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it. We did talk about it last week, but but I, I don't recall. Nick, maybe you can look that up while we jump over to Umbrella Academy real quick. Um, we got a full trailer for the Umbrella Academy um, yeah. this week as well. Did you see that trailer? Yeah, it looks really good. I'm, I'm really excited for this. I'm happy that it's going to a platform that I already subscribed to. 
Oh, that's nice. That's a bonus. No, nothing I have to either seek out or pay for. And, and the advertisements are popping up around the city. Yeah. Around New York City. So, that's yeah, cool. Umbrella Academy looks really good. Oh, um, yeah. And it's coming Can't soon, wait. right? Uh, let's see exactly. Uh, I believe it is soon. The trailer looks Is it March? Um, well, Netflix needs something. They need to start putting out content. So, um, uh, I, I read, um, I read something earlier today too about Punisher where the creator, the creative team behind Punisher said that they still had high hopes that that might be renewed (laughs) for a final (laughs) season. I know it is cute, right? Um, I don't know if they said, but here's the thing. I found it odd that they would say that unless maybe they already knew something. Because they know. The writing's on the wall. Yeah. So I they can hope as much as they want. Of course. By the way, uh, February 15th. For Umbrella Academy? Oh, yeah. There you go. So, so happy yeah. Valentine's Day. Um, Even though it's a day Yeah. After. So that looks pretty badass. I'm, uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty cool with that. Oh, yeah. Um, and last but not least for this week's show, because we are running long. Um, Hot Toys yes. has announced um, a figure that I guess they're taking a little creative license with, right? Because this is not something that has appeared in the comic books. Oh, it was in the comic. Oh, it was in the comic It was in the book. comic within the last year. Oh, I, do, I don't recall this yeah, in the comic. This was, this was uh, part of the Punisher series before they relaunched it for the God knows how many times. Right. Uh, where uh, Frank Castle was able to get his hands on a War Machine outfit. Okay. And... Uh, Pretty much the Marvel Universe was going after him to try to get it back after a while. Well, yeah. And it was, uh, I haven't read it. I have the graphic novel sitting at home like a bunch of other novels. Um, people said it was fantastic. They loved the artwork. They It, it made sense from beginning to end. And as one customer uh, at the store, Gotham Comics I work at, uh, he says, Marvel didn't marvel it up, which means that they didn't screw it up. Which is nice. It's it, nice. It apparently happens. And Hot Toys did a great job with this figure. Have you seen this figure? Because? Oh yeah, I mean, unbelievable. I mean, I'm not really a. I mean, obviously, I'm not. A, I'm not the biggest fan of the Punisher per right. se, um, but a uh, man, I was a really big fan of uh, that that piece. I mean, wow. Yeah, it looks. I think it looks freaking awesome. I mean, I'm, again, I am not. I am not a fan of either of those characters from a collecting standpoint. Mm-hmm. Right. However, visually, it is quite stunning, and knowing who it's who it comes from um yeah that piece is just bad fucking ass it's knowing badass. who it comes from hot toys doesn't really skimp or cut corners you know what i mean yeah i i try nope. i tried just to go with sideshow hot toys and the bombshell line right as like my main go to kind of big pieces sure and um i mean how do you not like hot toys i mean some of their stuff is just fantastic oh it's beautiful it's a good bang for your buck it is, it is, it is. And good resale value if, if you ever find yourself yes, in, in that spot. Um, so, <laughs> so not that I've ever had to sell a hot toy suit, but, uh, or I have, I uh, have. but uh, yeah, so this is a pretty awesome piece. We love the folks over at Hot Toys. And of course, I think you could probably get this through the Sideshow website, right? Sideshow, I think it was solicited. The official, so. uh, sir, the official uh, salespeople of Hot Toys in the US. That's right. I'm- so go to sideshowtoy.com. And check it out. I don't know if it's still available, but if it is, it's, it's going to release early 2020. Okay. Uh, so I may even buy this for myself and one for the store just because oh. it's it looks that great, I think. Nice. So I mean, it, it looks phenomenal. I mean, I, again, it, this is one of those pieces where I'm not a fan of either character, just like uh, OG said. But, you know, it. I mean, it, it almost begs to be purchased. 
right. because I mean it's so well done. The, you know, the only thing is that it is a little bit more expensive because the average hot toy is what like 200, 225. Yeah, two and change, yeah. This is 392. Oh, yes. Shit. And and it would be probably I'm guessing because parts of that I'm looking right now to see if it says anything. Parts of that armor are probably die cast. Yeah, that makes sense. Because that is another thing that Hot Toys does is they die cast. Like for example, next week sandwich uh notwithstanding uh, OG, we should be talking about um, an Iron Man piece, right? Okay. By Hot Toys, that is also that was also a bit more expensive than the average Hot Toys piece. Sure. And I believe it's because the armor there, I believe, is, um, uh, is diecast. Which it is. And parts of parts or all of it is diecast. Okay. So. It, says, well, it says parts of it uh, are diecast. So, oh, it does? Okay, yeah. so there you go. So there you go. So yeah, check that out at SideshowToy.com. Um, if it's not up for sale yet, which it sounds like it's not, they might still have like an email waiting list that you can jump on. So you check that out. pre-order right now. Yeah, and, uh, and, and check it out. With that, I do hear that wrap-up music getting ready to ramp up. Oh, yeah. You do? So don't forget, you can check us out online each and every week over at BKGeekStuff.com. That's BK geekstuff.com facebook.com backslash bk geek stuff on the social medias i am geek stuff og across all of the social media platforms i am big kev gs on xbox and bk geek stuff everywhere else and i am monty's mayhem on twitter and on instagram if you'd like to hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail over at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And uh, I think that is about it, Big Kev. So with that, Big Kev. With that, OG, we will bring this episode, episode 526, the one we call Loser, to a close. The way we end some episodes by saying, fuck you, Bill Maher. And on that note, we cue the music. <laughs>